Welcome back to Lake Room Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. So we got a few topics to talk about today. J-Kid to Dallas. Now we know why he turned down that Portland gig. Now it makes sense. Kuzma, Drummond. We have a few topics on the in other NBA news segment. The Pacers hire Rick Carlisle. Chauncey Billups is going to be the next Blazer head coach. So we got a few things to talk about. I'm a little behind. I'm also going to talk about the Kimba trade. Um, that's brief. But yeah, we got some things to dig into. But first and foremost, Lake Round Podcast, a part of Crossover Network. Go ahead and give them a follow at Crossover365. That's on Instagram and also on Twitter. And while you're at it, give me a follow on Instagram at Lake Round Podcast and on Twitter at RAE underscore G33. I ain't going to waste y'all time. Let's get into it, man. Let's just get right into it. So, Jay Kidd is now the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. To be honest, when he turned down the Portland Trailblazer gig, I didn't know why. I was like, I, I, why did he do that? Hmm. What's that about? You know, so maybe this is why. You know, maybe there he had some some insight that, that Rick was about to head on out and then it was weird how Rick kept pushing for him when he went to the Pacers. You know, Yo, Jason Kidd's probably the best fit, you know, I, 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 all that stuff. But when it came down that Rick was out, initial thought was, okay, Jay Kidd is going to be the next coach of the Dallas Mavericks. But he, we know he is. He has a lot of history with that team, won a chip with that team, and it kind of just made sense. Like it made It made sense to me. And I honestly thought that uh, Rick was going to the Portland Trailblazers because that would would have been a good fit also. Uh, I was wrong. They ended up hiring Chauncey Billups last night. And, I mean, that's that's a good pickup too. You know, that's a good pickup too. But I'm not going to get too deep off into that. Uh, we're talking about J.K. So, yeah, I think that who, from a Lakers standpoint, I'm going to give y'all as the listeners some food for thought. Who do y'all think is a good fit to replace Jason Kidd? I don't have a name at the top of my head right now. I've seen some names float around. Um, somebody said Mike D'Antoni. Uh, somebody said somebody else. Alvin Gentry. Um, it was a few other names I've seen um, being floated around. But I, I think that we need to find somebody that, that can run a good offensive scheme because there's been too many times this season where we was watching the games as fans and trying to figure out what the hell the Lakers doing. What are they running? Like, what are we doing? And I think that the next coach, the next assistant coach, I say should be um, someone good with offensive schemes. So more offensive minded, of course, have some of the defensive mind. We need somebody to, to help Frank with that offense because that was a mess. <laughs> that was a mess, y'all. Y'all know it was a mess. So that's my thoughts. I think that it needs to be somebody that can, you know, make our offense better, not be so predictable because we already know. You know, a lot of people say, well, we run a LeBron James offense. <laughs> and if that's the case, whatever. But just that's what we're missing. J. Kidd was supposed to be our offensive coordinator from what I understand. Yeah, I, I don't know how that – I don't know – what the hell is going on there? Yeah, I just think that I don't have a name that comes to mind right now 
that I could say, ooh, yeah, Lakers, pick him up. I really don't. I think that they're probably going to find somebody out the blue that we like, oh, yeah, or okay, that's a good pickup. I think they do a solid job. Frank does a solid job. He did a good job with his um, coaching staff. So, I mean, I got faith in whoever he pick, and we'll, we'll just see. But like I said, I just honestly don't have nobody at the top of my head right now that we'll be able to grab and, and you know, because I know a lot of these coaches, too, are still in contract. So we can't just pluck an Alvin Gentry, you know what I'm saying, away from his team. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Right now, it's it's real, it's real slow right now, y'all. It's not much going on. And, you know, the playoffs are still going on. Last time we spoke – think we was out well I'm sitting here talking about last time we spoke <laughs> um in the last episode we just got put out and now we're in the West's conference finals the flippers are in blah, the Suns then you got then you have a, a Milwaukee versus the Hawks the Hawks has been something else they've been something else so let's talk about Kuz a little bit there's reports coming out that he he pretty much basically wants out of L.A. And I'm like, mm, are you saying that because you really want out of L.A.? Because he wants a bigger role. But I'm like, dude, you had the you had a big role. Like, A.D. and Braun has been out majority of the season, even into the playoffs. And what did you do? You know, what did you do? The inconsistency is not it. That's not it. You got to be consistent. And I think for a big, big role, he probably needs to go to a team that doesn't have as many stars, like where he can maybe an OKC, maybe a Detroit. Um, I'm thinking of another team that he can go to. But you also got to think of the assets, maybe the Sacramento Kings. But I've been seeing, too, about Buddy Hill. Now, you give us Buddy Hill, and now we're talking. Now we're talking. Um, maybe the Pacers, you know, the Pacers, a team like that. We're just going to see what happens with Kuz, if they trade him, if they don't trade him. He has a team-friendly contract, so trading him wouldn't be the problem. It would be whatever we get back. And his value is probably kind of low right now. So with that being said, it wouldn't be impossible, but I don't know how much we'll get back for him. Unless we just keep him and he just keeps grinding. You know, that's also an option, hopefully – you know, he can get out of this slump or whatever he's going through. He can get through this and break out and, and do what he does. So we, we'll see what Kuz. Um, Drummond, I, I guess a fan pretty much to asked Drummond to take the minimal to sign with the Lakers, and he flat out was like, no. I don't know how much money the Lakers is willing to pay Drummond to keep him. Um, it, the minimum – Maybe I mean I don't know y'all I don't know I'm I'm literally like putting it all through my brain right now and I'm just like how much would you really be willing how much would y'all really really would like to see the Lakers re-sign Drummond at that's you know what is a good contract for him because we can't overpay him because he he's not he's not like that Detroit Drummond that was you know wrecking shit now. His values, you know, went down. I don't know if it's a minimum contract type of value, but we just definitely can't overpay him. 
like we're not just about to throw you the bag my man like no no future i mean they want a future with him but he gotta know they're not about to throw him the bag at all not like that he gonna have to go to another team if he want the bag i don't know y'all we we gonna have to see that situation too it's not i didn't feel like he was gonna sign for the minimum anyway but i thought that in my head depending on the situation who's on a team and you know what direction the team is going maybe there were they may be you know a small inkling will be like hmm maybe i will sign so i can get a, t- a, a chip or whatever but he he still won his bag he's still young and i understand that everything else has been pretty slow we haven't been hearing nothing everybody just chilling and relaxing from what i'm reading and from what i'm seeing and uh, that's cool. I've been seeing THT working out, getting himself together. He's an unrestricted free agent or, or restricted one of the two. He's a free agent, damn it. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he putting his work in. So let's get into other NBA news. So as, like I previously stated, the Pacers' uh, new head coaches, Rick Carlisle, the Blazers, Chauncey Billup, and then uh, Boston also – has a new head coach. So, what do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about the, those pickups? I think that Pacers and Rick Carlisle, he, he went back to the Pacers, you know. I think that that's a good pickup. It, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. I still think that Rick Carlisle is a good coach, and maybe he just ran his course with the, with the uh, Dallas Mavericks. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes it just happens. Like, it's like, okay, he's been there for what, like 10, 11 years? He's been there for a minute. You know, he's been there for a while. So, and the team pretty much is, is the same. The team pretty much doing the same stuff. And to me, sometimes you need that change of scenery. Just like players do, sometimes, you know, a coach – may benefit from that also you know get him out of his slump or whatever he got going on you know what I'm saying so that made that made good sense but it was, it was kind of weird how he was really just driving the fork in sign sign Jason Kidd you know get Jason Kidd get Jason Kidd and I'm like what are you doing why are you it, it didn't make sense it was just weird to me but I mean he got it he got it J Kidd he got it he got in there like I said, I think that's a good fit. He has a history with the Dallas Mavericks. I think Jay Kidd is a solid coach, but he deserves it. He deserves it. Think that he, you know, he cool. He cool. He cool by my book. Um, I think Chauncey Billups is gonna be a solid coach also. Like I think he's gonna be a good coach. It's gonna be good for Dame and CJ, but you know, for Dame too, because Chauncey Billups was a point guard. So he's gonna be able to help him with his game and I don't like I said I don't he, with him being a, a first time coach we don't know like head coach we don't know what, you know what kind of schemes he'll run or whatever type of minded coach he'll be if he'll be a defensive minded offensive minded we don't know we don't know that it's gonna be interesting to see their coaching staff J Kid better not touch ours leave our coaches where they at you going on about your business and find you another coach especially don't you touch Phil Handy okay he's ours Phil Handy is off limits he's ours. Don't you even look his way. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see these coaching staffs that are going to be assembled in Dallas and also with the uh, Trailblazers. And then you got Boston, um, M.A., I think that's how you say his name, Udoka. 
Yuduka, however you say his name, I'm sorry if I fumbled that, um, is the head coach for the Boston Celtics. And he he definitely – that's one person that definitely should have been had a head coaching job because I thought he was going to get one with his times in the Spurs, with the Spurs. And I was like, dang, nobody still really never hired that kid. I think that he – not kid. He, like, way older than me. I'm talking about kid. Nobody ever hired him. I think he is make a solid coach. And then Becky Hammond – was also a finalist for the Blazers' um, coaching job. I wouldn't be surprised if she came over to the Blazers as an assistant coach or maybe the one of the main, or what do they call like the head assistant coach or whatever it's called. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Chauncey pulled her from, from the Blazers, I mean from the, the Spurs. I don't know if she would, would be willing to go, but, I mean, she could be the lead assistant. Is she the lead assistant with the Spurs? I don't, I don't know, y'all. Somebody let me know. I don't, not sure, but these coaching changes is is gonna is shaking up the the NBA a little bit, and we're gonna see different products for like the way teams are playing next season. I don't know how much change it'll be with the players. This this free agency class is, ah, you know, it's like, ah. I know we need we need a um good small forward. We need a point guard. We need to figure out our center thing we got going on. I trust Rob is going to get the job done. So then Kimba was traded from the Boston Celtics to the Oklahoma City Thunder for more draft picks. Bro, like, what is Sam Presti? He just building a fucking house with these draft picks. Like, what? <laughs> what are you doing with all these draft picks, man? Like, use them. Use them. Damn. Kimba, man, do y'all think he washed up? And he is kind of, you know, injury prone. I don't want the Lakers to go after him. I'm good. Who knows? He might not even stay in OKC. They may go ahead and let him go to whatever team that he wants to go to. That trade was whatever. It, It didn't move me very much. It didn't move neither team very much. So I I look forward to look forward to a free agent. Also, the Detroit Pistons have won the lottery, so they'll they'll be picking number one. To be to be honest, now that our team is, you know, we don't be in a lottery like that no more. I don't pay mind to it. Like the basketball fan, you keep your eye on it. I don't, I don't, I didn't haven't watched it in a minute. To be honest, I literally have not watched it like we had to during the Lakers time. Cause boy, when we had to watch it during the Lakers time, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God, it was it was different. It was just difficult. But shout out to Detroit. See what they can do. Hopefully they don't fumble this pick. I guess that's gonna do it for this episode. And uh, we just gonna keep our ears low to the ground, seeing what's going on. And uh, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a good. One. I'm out.